Star Wars The Last Jedi has been gracing movie screens the world over for nearly two weeks now, but the discussion is far from over. Living legend John Williams manufactured another brilliant score for this film, and it certainly deserves our attention. That's my topic on Film Bits number 16. podcast episode number one six as usual i'm your host matt and what do you know i'm here to talk about more star wars yes the last jedi has been in theaters for nearly two weeks now and many of you have probably seen it multiple times by now i know i myself have seen it three times in the cinema and with each successive viewing i grow more appreciative more fond of what this film is what it represents, and where it fits into the Star Wars legacy. But that is not our topic on this installment of the show. Our topic is the music of this film. Yes, with the release of Episode Eight, we get a new score. But not an entirely new score. And I'll tell you why. Interestingly, this score features very little by way of new musical themes, unlike previous films in the franchise it's not altogether bad it's actually a very very good solid score it's just more compromised of atmospheric situational and circumstantial musical cues as opposed to thematic musical cues there's a number of references to previous musical themes especially original trilogy musical themes throughout this film And it's still an outstanding addition to the musical library of Star Wars. So let's discuss some of the standout and highlight tracks of this album that was released correspondingly with the film. Now, I think it goes without saying there will be spoilers in this discussion as I need to address very specific plot points and beats in the film, as well as how the music appropriately accompanies those moments So spoilers, beware. The opening track of this album is entitled Main Title and Escape, and in traditional fashion, it obviously features the Star Wars main title over the crawl in the opening theme of the film, just like every other Star Wars soundtrack. But there is a very elaborate space battle sequence in the beginning of this movie, and the score features a lot of that atmospheric music that I mentioned in the onset throughout this scene and some of it is centered around the resistance theme that john williams wrote for the force awakens that's when we became familiar with that theme and i even talked about it a little bit on this show as one of the standout moments from the force awakens score but there's some other little elements sprinkled throughout this portion of the soundtrack one of them is a new passage that i'm kind of intrigued by So before I talk about it and my thoughts on this new uh, little gem that I've kind of found buried at moments in this score, let's take a brief listen to it. (laughs) 
So here's the interesting thing about that little musical passage you just heard. It's unclear, at least to me, if it's affiliated with any one character or faction in this movie. It's more or less utilized in action scenes throughout the film. So I guess you could say John Williams gave us an action theme that he's planted at various moments throughout this score. Because if you pay attention, if you have a keen ear, you hear this numerous times throughout the film. Now, towards the end of this battle sequence, John Williams then phases the music into a very dramatic passage that conveys the heroic and sacrificial death of Rose's sister. Let's take a listen to that moment. point that in this musical passage you just heard there is no one particular theme to capture the moment rather john williams is delivering an audible experience to help convey the intensity and emotion of the scene because this is an intense moment it's the culmination of this space battle and we have a character sacrificing her life to save the resistance and John Williams captures it beautifully as he always does whether he's using a thematic score or not so this is also a highlight of the soundtrack now the next track that I want to talk about is entitled the supremacy and it features a very very important part of the score centered around a controversial scene it's the space Leia slash Mary Poppins Leia scene that everybody's talking about and has polarized a lot of Star Wars fans. And while this scene's quality can be debated from a visual standpoint, John Williams' musical accompaniment cannot. Take a listen to this.
original Leia theme is obvious here, but it sounds much different than we've ever heard it in the past, starting with a very delicate, quiet piano, crescendoing and transitioning into the Force theme. And what's noteworthy about that is this is the first time we've seen Leia wield the Force. So dropping that theme at that moment is highly appropriate. And it culminates in a full orchestral version of Leia's theme. To me, this passage is beautiful and rather emotional, not just for General Leia, but for Carrie Fisher. It's been a year since we lost her, and this is her final appearance in film. And this part of the score carries a lot of emotional and sentimental weight for that very reason. Knowing what we know about Carrie Fisher, it's hard not to feel an emotional touch at this moment in the film. And that's what makes it one of my favorite passages in this score. The next track I want to address is entitled The Rebellion is Reborn. And this is probably the primary new theme that John Williams has given us in this score. It centers around Finn and Rose's story arc. However, it's utilized more heavily when Rose is on screen. So let's take a listen. This is a very docile theme. It kind of sounds more like it belongs in a Spielberg film, which isn't a bad thing. But it's probably one of my least favorite Star Wars themes that John Williams has ever written. Possibly because of my disinterest in Rose's character and her and Finn's place in this story altogether. But that's an entirely different discussion, and I'll try not to be biased about that. It's also used more heroically in the Fathier chase scene on Canto Bite. Let's take a listen to that rendition of this theme. pleased with this variation of the theme especially considering some of the visuals it was tied to the chase along the nighttime beach in canto bite with a brightly lit moon in the background it was very reminiscent of et to me and some of the nighttime shots we saw in the third act of that film and again that's part of the steven spielberg vibe that i get from this part of john williams score but I did enjoy it nonetheless. And this is actually a really good segue into a much maligned part of the film, um, Canto Bite, and that's the name of the track, Canto Bite. And here John Williams takes the opportunity to craft music much in the same vein as Cantina Band or the Ewok finale. Take a listen. (laughs) 
clearly compared to the rest of this score, this is a much, much different sound. Meant to capture the festive, worldly nature of Canto Bite. And let's keep in mind, before you judge some of the sounds happening in this track, let's keep in mind that John Williams does this in the other Star Wars films as well, where he takes a moment to capture the more lighthearted nature of the universe in various moments and on various planets. There's a lot of exotic percussion that we hear, tambourines, maracas, even steel drums, and there's even a hint of the Viva Las Vegas theme in there. <laughs> it's so cheeky. So it's not my favorite brand of John Williams music, but it's appropriate and also indicative of his history as a jazz musician. You can hear a lot of those elements in some of this type of music that he's crafted for the Star Wars universe. The next track I want to discuss is entitled A New Alliance, and this is centered around a key moment in the film. Snoke is slain, and Rey and Kylo must band together to fight the Praetorian Guard. What does this sound like? Take a listen. Now we have more atmospheric music here, but what's different about it this time is just how fierce it is. And it's appropriately fierce because it perfectly captures the intense nature and visuals of this fight. We can hear tense versions of the Force theme, tense versions of Ray's theme peeking through moments of this passage in the score. And it's worth noting that John Williams normally doesn't craft such fierce sounding music in the Star Wars films. 
this is more like what we would hear in some of the Indiana Jones scores that he composed in the 1980s. But it was appropriately fierce because this was a very, very intense moment in the film. The next track I want to talk about is entitled The Battle of Crate. Now, this track is the typical John Williams approach to the final battle slash action sequences in any film he's ever scored. It's a lot of frantic, frenzied, situational music that blitzes through most of the film's key musical themes as it goes. Take a listen. of what was featured in the beginning of this sample I just played it was again that non-affiliated action theme that I talked about in the beginning of the show we hear that followed by a brief reference to Ray's theme because at this point in the film during the Battle of Crate she is piloting the Millennium Falcon with Chewie then we hear a classic the score plunges into the theme from the trench run in A New Hope episode 4 Now, that is an awesome callback to classic Star Wars. And that's noteworthy because this is a film that's touted as vastly different from the rest of the series. And a lot of the critics of this film, or I shouldn't say critics, I should say Star Wars fans who criticize this film, say that it completely abandons the classic Star Wars feeling. Well, this part of the score is my answer to you. This is a moment from episode four that we hear coming out musically in the film. Not to mention Princess Leia's theme, as well as Yoda's theme when he appears on screen. And then the theme that we're going to talk about in the next passage as well. So that's just something to chew on for someone who says that this film completely abandons things that are part of classic Star Wars lore. And that leads me right into the next track I want to talk about, which is entitled The Spark. Now, this is a very touching moment when Luke and Leia are reunited. And here, John Williams digs up yet another piece of music from the original trilogy. It's the lesser known Luke and Leia theme. Then it moves towards Luke's final showdown with Kylo Ren. So let's take a listen to these two moments as they play out in this part of the score.
So firstly, we can hear the reunion between Luke and Leia is beautifully scored by John Williams. It's another moment in the film that feels the heavy weight of Carrie Fisher's loss. Between the sentimentality of the reunion and John Williams' beautiful music, it's the one moment in the film that nearly brought me to tears. Then, after this touching moment, Luke steps out to be the spark in face Kylo. So we hear a mounting and pressing towards this moment. And if you listen closely, you'll notice that the building tension in this part of the score is actually a variation of the musical theme that John Williams wrote specifically for the final trailer of The Last Jedi. So now that we've had a chance to break down some of the highlight tracks in the score for The Last Jedi, let's consider some closing thoughts. Now, it's no secret that The Last Jedi has divided a lot of people because it has a different feel than the rest of the Star Wars films, and it blazes a trail in a new direction. And that's fine. Some of you believe that is for the betterment of this franchise, and some of you believe it's to the detriment of this franchise. But we can all agree it feels a lot different. It is a game changer, as I've talked about on this show. And in a lot of ways, John Williams' score follows suit unlike previous films we get very little by way of new musical themes was this done by design or perhaps we've reached critical mass on these characters and events and how they can be portrayed musically i'm not really sure but that fact alone inherently makes this one of my least favorite star wars scores in fact i do consider it the weakest of all of the Star Wars scores. Now, don't get me wrong, that is not a discredit to this music or to Williams himself. It's just a very different approach to a Star Wars score. It's still filled with wonderful, emotional, exciting music. I've listened to it over and over again. It's a very, very strong soundtrack. And it's rife with musical callbacks to the original trilogy. It's just not as thematically original so that's my final thoughts and you know as with any list of movies or compilation of films my opinion may change or evolve over time but right now if you measure this against the other scores it's definitely my least favorite so those are my closing thoughts on this score and as i end the show i'm going to actually play the finale from the soundtrack the finale is great. It obviously runs down the main theme, but just like the other soundtracks in Star Wars, it does kind of give you a summary of the other themes and parts of the score that we heard throughout the film. So I'm going to close the show on that. And on that note, I again just want to take a couple of moments to thank anyone who listens to the show. Um, this is probably going to wrap up a lot of the Star Wars talk that we've had or surrounding the festivities of the release of a new film. And it's going to be time to shift gears. Uh, we're going into Oscar season. Um, I need a few days to compile a list for my highlights and perhaps my top 10 for the year of 2017. And I want to put some of this material into shows so that we can all talk about it and discuss it. So be on the lookout for those episodes. Again, this is the Film Bits podcast. You can find me on Facebook, connect with me there, or on Twitter. And as always, you can hear the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, or Stitcher. 
And again, thank you all for listening. Peace out.